Hey guys, welcome back to Escape to the Magic Podcast. This is Ryan. And I am Dak. And we are once again Randyless. No Randy. Week. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Starting to miss him. Yeah, we are missing him. Yeah. You know, he's last week he was sick, but this week, you know, family commitments, work commitments, just you know, sometimes it's just tough for all three of us to get together. So Absolutely. You know, no big deal. But hey, today is what? Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. So this this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the top 10 most romantic things to do while at a Disney park. How, how awesome is this that you and me get to talk about romantic things? How, how ironic is this? I thought that's where you were going. Like, how ironic is it that probably the two least romantic guys, uh, at least least two romantic guys on this podcast show are going to be talking about romantic things to do while at a Disney park. You know, I think though we can, we can give ourselves an A for effort <laughs> in the romantic department. Our, our wives may disagree with that, with that statement, but I think we try sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, before we get into the show, just a quick word uh, for magic candle. So if you are, just getting back from a trip, about to go on a trip, missing the parks, trying to get through your busy work day and crazy life. One of the best ways to escape to the magic is by ordering yourself some magic candles from the Magic Candle Company. And great news, if you use our promo code ESCAPE, then you will get 10% off your uh your magic candle purchase. So I think 20%. 20%? Yeah. We must be moving up their uh their preferred sponsor list. I think it's a 20% discount. Okay. I like it. Either way, you're gonna get a discount. You're getting a discount with us. So use that promo code ESCAPE and get yourself some nice park smelling candles. They have tons of different scents, everything from candles to diffusers to even air vents. So uh, Magic Candle Company. Magic Candle Company. Good Check stuff. We've, we're customers. So, yeah. Good stuff. Well, dude, this is kind of a fun episode to talk about. Uh, you know, being romantic, uh, doing some romantic things at Disney. You know, a couple of days ago, I was thinking, you know, with my wife, one of our very, very first dates was to a place called Astral World. So, yeah. for those of you who know Houston, who have lived in Houston, you remember there used to be a Six Flags Park here a long time ago. And it was either our second or our third date. Um, yeah, we ended up going there. And one of the great things about going to a theme park or a place like Disney is that it, you get to talk a lot. At the, at, you know, because if you go to a movie, I mean, you're sitting there in silence, right? Movies are not great first or date, second or third date things to do. A theme park, lots of opportunities to talk. And as we're going to talk about today, there may be some romantic spots some places some things to do that maybe as a disney fan you wouldn't have thought of yeah absolutely um so when you kind of threw this idea out to me the first thing i thought about is uh, when my wife turned 40 she wanted to do a disney cruise just the two of us it was actually our first cruise to do first disney cruise to do together and so i thought that's awesome yeah let's do it and so we we set it up and then it just so happened that we had a, we were going to go in the night before our actual cruise departure. And so we thought, man, let's, let's tack on a Disney World one day 
you know, experience. And so we did just that. We ended up staying at the beach club and hanging out magic kingdom, uh, right before we went on our cruise. And so that's the first thing that came to my mind when, uh, when we talked about this romantic things to do at Disney. So let's get into our top yeah, 10, our top 10, top 10 things. So okay. some of these, uh, you may be like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Again, keep in mind, not the most romantic guys. So we'll see. Hey, I, you know what? I think this list is actually pretty good. I think we got a good list here of things that you can do. And I think on whatever scale, whether you're just a first time dater, this is a first or second date. Yeah. Whether you are engaged, whether you are 20 years being married, I think there's going to be some things here that are going to be fun. Absolutely. All right. So coming in, number 10, a photo shoot. So you can reserve a Disney photographer to set up a 20 minute photo shoot. The cost is a hundred dollars uh, because Disney's not cheap because Disney is not cheap, but they'll set it all up for you. Um, the only thing I would say about this is uh, I'm not crazy about photos at the parks. <laughs> so this would not be the most romantic thing for me. Um, the other thing I'll say is like, Hey, I know you're asking yourself, well, why would I pay Disney a hundred dollars to do a photo shoot? I can say, that as a Disney travel agent, Disney, the corporation probably frowns on you just hiring a photographer or having a friend come and, and doing a photo shoot, an unofficial Disney photo shoot in their parks. So that's why we're putting this one out there with the cost is that officially from a Disney perspective, they want you to set that up through them. Yeah. And we're not talking about like these old time photo shoots that you can go, yeah. you know, <laughs> put on your, put on your Western wear and, uh, and have a fake gun and a, a old time uh, yeah. photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But I mean, I think, I think it could be fun, you know, Hey, first or second date, let's get some photos. Uh, you know, it, it, like, like you said, a little bit pricey yeah. for a photo shoot, but, but you're, I mean, you're probably going to get some really good photos. Hey, for me, engagement photos, that would be awesome. So sure. if you're if you're on the uh the we're engaged and we want to get some photos for our engagement pictures and all of that, I think Disney would be they have some very photogenic locations you could go to that would be super romantic. And we'll get into this probably a little bit later with our list, but Disney, they really do specialize in that Disney weddings, Disney oh, yeah. engagements. Vow renewals, all that stuff. So uh, like you said, tons of places to do this at. All right. All right. So number nine. Number nine, hotel hopping. I like this a lot. I think hotel hopping to maybe the, the casual Disney goer who goes maybe once every five years or so, probably really would not even think about hotel hopping, but it is actually pretty amazing to go and kind of hit all of these Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary. Wilderness Lodge and hit all these places that really are just amazing in and of themselves. Just the architecture, the smells inside these places, the yeah. food options. And then around Christmas time, you get to see the Christmas trees. I actually like this a lot. Yeah. So for me, I'm envisioning your, you'd have to plan it out, right? So you'd have to figure out, okay, if we're at Disney World, we're going to start the Polynesian. We're going to ride around to the Grand Floridian, then maybe go over to the Contemporary and Wilderness Lodge. And then what are we doing there? Well, maybe we're trying some different food items or some different drinks. 
I think that, yeah, I think you could set this up as a date night and have it be a very fun activity to go from hotel to hotel to hotel, or even like around the boardwalk. There's, uh, yeah, there's beach club, yacht club, the boardwalk, lots of places for you to go and do some hotel hopping. And let's, let's backtrack for just one quick second. When we start talking about romantic spots around Disney, I think you have to kind of, let's put it into perspective. Like if you were there on a family vacation with your kids, yeah, this may look a little different, but I think just talking about the hotel hopping, look, if you're on a resort or if you're staying offsite at a, at an Airbnb, you can absolutely take, Hey, let's take an evening. Just, just the spouse and, and, and I, and let's go do some hotel hopping, leave the kids at home, leave the kids with, you know, Grammy and grandpa, and we'll go out and have a little date night. Like you said, have a little date night to ourselves, do some hotel hopping, and, uh, um, you know, it kind of t- take in the sights and the sounds and the smells there. Absolutely. All right. Number eight, uh, speaking of hotels, maybe doing a couple's spa day at a hotel. So I'm thinking, again, this is both parks, Disney World, Disneyland. Grand Floridian has an amazing spa. The Grand Californian out at Disneyland, also an amazing spa and like pamper yourself day ability out there as well so you ever, you ever done a spa i have not day with your wife i have not i know i know you know probably again if you're sitting at home listening to this or you're on your uh, commute to work or whatever and you're thinking dude i could go to a spa anywhere there's like five spas here in my neighborhood or town that i could go to but what i'm envisioning is you're at the grand californian beautiful hotel absolutely gorgeous hotel and just making it some type of special activity between you and that that significant other. Well, and I think too when you're at when you're at Disney doing the doing doing a spa day, you're done with the spa day and you're still at Disney. If you're getting a spa day anywhere outside of Disney, you have it done, you get massaged, you get all pampered, and then what happens is that you're back in reality, you're back to everyday life. But if you're at Disney, you're having this done. You get to go back to the resort. Hey, you get to go back to the parks and you're just, you can, you get to stay in that immersive environment, which I, maybe sounds a little bit more fun to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So on to number seven, carriage ride. So okay. I don't know if you know you could do this, but there are several different options for you to take a carriage ride. Most of them are around different hotels. So Fort Wilderness. New Orleans or Port Orleans is is the name of the hotel. You can rent a horse carriage ride for about $65. That's not bad. Not bad. That's not a bad deal. We've done a horse carriage ride before, not at Disney, but as a family, we did one in uh, not Charles, yeah, Charleston, South Carolina oh, a few nice. years ago. Yeah. And we did it. We kind of took it around old Charleston, which was fun. They're pretty fun. And I can imagine you're at Disney. Maybe it's nighttime. Maybe it's a little cool outside. Yeah, you need to kind of cuddle up. There you go. Um, and you're just being kind of drawn in this in this in this horse carriage. Uh, you know, Fort Wilderness. Well, where were the other spots you said? Uh, Port Orleans. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's a huge resort yeah. in and of itself, and so that would be a, a great locale. Yeah, that'd be so, awesome. Yeah. All right, number seven. Cool. Number six. It is called the Last Kiss Goodnight. So, okay. For, let me just for, for me. Starting here at number six, this is for me when it kind of ratches it up. Oh, yeah. This is where I'm like, okay, I definitely get into 
these next six things. All right, yeah. Okay. So the last kiss goodnight for those who don't know is basically that's the way Disney shuts down their parks. So it's going to happen every single night. And basically when the park is at close, they in front of the castles, Disneyland and Disney world, they play this instrumental music. Of course, it's like when you wish upon a star or something along those lines. And the castle is lit up and glowing. And it's just this very soothing ambiance. You know, the lights are kind of lower, not off, but just lower. And it's just a great atmosphere to kind of, like you said, put your arm around that special someone. And and the whole point of the uh, the event or the last kiss goodnight is you give a kiss goodnight to the parks and kiss goodnight to your special someone. You know, it's very peaceful. I remember, oh, this was 2017 or 2018. I think we were there for a, oh, was it an annual pass holder night? Um, anyway, the parks were empty and they did the last kiss goodnight. And I, I took video of that. Yeah. And I remember, so during March of 2020, when COVID started and they started shutting things down, um, the parks got shut down. I posted that video to uh, a Facebook uh, annual pass holder group and just said, Hey, I know times are tough right now. Here's a little video of, of, of just a good time that, you know, a lot of people don't get to see. And that post was flooded with comments. I mean, this was, really? if you remember back at the beginning of COVID. You went viral. I, well, <laughs> I mean, probably that year was probably my most commented and, and viewed yeah. post on Facebook. Yeah. But if you remember, that was a really, really tough time. Yeah, it for, was. For not just, I mean, for Disney goers, but for the for the world as a whole. But for Disney goers, having the park shut down um, was, was really, really tough. You know, yeah. and, and that, I mean, granted, we're talking about a theme park and a, a lot worse things happened with COVID during that sure. time. But I think to watch the Kiss Goodnight and the music is playing and the video that I took was right in front of one of those fountains. It was just really peaceful. And then see, so seeing the people's reactions to that video of, oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much for posting. This was just brings me back to when things were a little bit more peaceful and a little bit more, you know, not so crazy with COVID. Um, I think for me, that's why I think the Kiss Connect for me holds a little, a little bit more sentimental value is because of some of the peace that it was able to bring to a lot of people during that time. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's a good thing to do no matter what, right? So whether you're on a date night or a or with your special someone, just experiencing the kiss goodnight is a great experience. Like if you love Disney parks and you just you're good with like having a moment where you just kind of take things in and just it's so peaceful and so just quintessential Disney yeah. ambiance, right? It's a great great experience to do but especially a very romantic and a lot of people like you said a lot of people didn't you know probably don't know that it happens because you have to be at the park right at closing and for i mean sometimes it's 11 o'clock at night and people have already bailed yeah for the evening so um i love that number i mean number six is probably a good spot but it's a highly rated thing to do for me Yeah. yeah okay number five the world showcase oh yeah so uh, what we're talking about here is just maybe taking a stroll around the world showcase, taking your time. You're not in any sort of hurry. You're not rushing off to get to some sort of ride or virtual queue or anything like that, like you normally would on your Epcot days. 
This is purely experiencing the countries, taking your time, strolling in. I know a lot of people like to drink around the world is what it's called, right? Where you, you know, test out all the different drinks you can have around Epcot. Again, that's kind of my vision, right? If you're like, maybe, especially when they're having a festival or something like that, and you're just trying little foods and just making a day of it just in the world showcase. And this is one of those things, at least in my opinion, is hard to do with kids. Oh yeah, impossible. Doing the, doing the world showcase, if you want it to like if you want to make it a romantic thing to do with your spouse or significant other, you know, walking around and like you said taking the time to explore each individual country, the shops, maybe grabbing a bite to eat. You know, in some of these places like for example Canada, the waterfalls there. Oh yeah. Really really pretty. Uh walking in the China Pavilion, uh catching the acrobat show there, walking through France grabbing yeah. some ice cream and just walking through the shops there. Um, just really, really fun to do. And I mean, I mean, honestly, it can take you if you're, I mean, an hour and a half. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a mile, it's a mile around the world right. showcase. So if you're just walking at a very leisurely pace, exploring, it's going to take you a while. And that's a, again, from a romantic point of view, if you're on a date and you're, you're just chit-chatting the whole time. You're just chit-chatting, you're exploring, you're looking at different things, you're maybe catching one of those shows that you know each pavilion offers and uh, just really, really fun to do. Yeah, I think, I mean, you mentioned France. That would probably be my like number one stop spot is just to sit in France. They got the French music and the oh, yeah. Ratatouille music going on in the background and you're just sitting there with your with your special someone having a crepe the <laughs> Eiffel towers there in the background. I mean, doesn't, does it doesn't get much more romantic than that. Right. Yeah. And and especially if it was like evening time and like, I was just about to cool say that night. kind of right as the sun is setting, yeah. the lights are on a little bit of a cooler night. Yeah. Just Beautiful. amazing. All right. Number four. Uh, so I just have this listed as signature restaurant. So one thing about Disney World, Disneyland, combined, I would say they probably have what, what would you guess, 40, 50 A lot. nice signature restaurants between downtown Disney, Disney Springs, like I say, the actual Disney World property, the actual Disneyland property. I would say you have a good options of different restaurants that you could try there where you could have a nice romantic dinner with your significant other. But diving maybe a little bit deeper than that, any like top two or three restaurants you would throw out there as your, as your go-tos, if you wanted to set up a nice romantic dinner with your wife, where would, where would you go? Well, I can tell you from personal experience, I have two that come, come to mind. Number one would be at the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot, okay. San Angel Inn. <laughs> Restaurante, which is inside the temple. Yeah. And and I've talked about this on, on, on a yeah. previous episode where you can have a couple different experiences. If you can sit on the water, which our very first time eating there, we got to sit on the water. So the water is the water from the Los Tres Caballeros uh, <laughs> <laughs> boat ride that uh, that's there at the temple. And um, if you can, you know, sit on the water you know the ambiance it's 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 very nice lighting uh you got the, the scenery from the ride itself um that's a pretty cool place to it's very romantic in a sense the second place would be just recently we did um out at disneyland we went and ate at 
Carthay Circle oh, restaurant, yeah, you which uh, again, I really hadn't done any research on it prior to going, but it's very old Hollywood. Um, that was a really, really fun experience. That's again, being our first time there, probably a little bit of a, more of an upscale place. Yeah. Um, definitely got the vibe that this is, uh, I mean, the price tag was more upscale. Yeah. Um, but just the restaurant itself, like I said, very old Hollywood. Uh, the food itself was very classic. I mean, it was at the time it was their holiday menu. Um, so not their typical menu they have throughout the year, but it was their holiday menu. And it was, it was amazing. So the atmosphere there was amazing. Again, coming out at night, it's dark. The restaurant was lit up. Um, just a very, very fun place. What about you? Yeah. So I would say for me, it was, um, again, going back to my wife's 40th birthday, we spent part of the time at Disney Springs. We ate at the boathouse. Oh, nice. Really nice. It's right there on the water, obviously. And uh, just probably one of the best steaks that I've ever had, period. Mm. Like not just at Disney World, but in general, different steakhouses, the boathouse was phenomenal. Um, so, and again, and then you, you kind of finish off the night by just kind of slowly strolling through Disney Springs and just taking it all in. And so that was, uh, that was a great place for us. But I mean, we could just, we could spend the rest of the episode just on the nice different uh, restaurants around the parks. I mean, I know at the top of the contemporary, there's a nice restaurant there. The name is escaping me right now, but after you're done eating, you can actually sit and, and look over the magic kingdom and everything there. So beautiful, beautiful options uh, to go to there. All right. Um, Pulling up my notes. Sorry. My. Okay. So number three is the world of color. So you just talked about being out at Disneyland. So world of color is held there at California adventure to me. Not the best nighttime show between that and uh, Happily Ever After, which we'll get to. Spoiler. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you're going to do something, a nighttime show, and go on a special date, I think World of Color creates an ambiance there out at Disneyland. Uh, No, I would agree with that. When when we were out there a couple of years ago during our guys trip, that was the first time I had seen world of color. Definitely. I can respect it as the show that it is. Yeah. Really, really well done. Very similar to, you know, if you've been to Vegas and watched the Bellagio fountain show, Yes, very yeah. similar, but this is very Disney fied. Yeah, absolutely. Projections off the water music. Um, obviously the, the lights around the area go down, the music comes up. Um, I could totally see being there with my wife, how that would be a very romantic place to be. Yeah. And I think if you wanted to like add another layer of like rom- romantic ambiance and atmosphere is go ahead and book the dessert uh, party. Oh yeah. So that's a special additional cost that you can dip. Wow. I'm just out of brain lab. Sorry. <laughs> so you can pay extra to be at this dessert party. You get special seating and um, reserve seating. So you don't have to fight the crowds or anything like that. And you just get to sit there, right? For those who don't know at Disneyland, you are you will stand the entire show. And so at the dessert party, you actually get to sit down, 
enjoy some desserts and some goodies and drinks and so forth. And so that's what I would do to kind of level up, if you will, there at Disneyland with the world of color and make it a really special night. Yeah, I don't think our wives would reject the idea of leveling up with the sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some sort of dessert, yeah. All right, so then that brings us to number two, which I just kind of spoiled out there, which is Happily Ever After Fireworks Show at Magic Kingdom. And you, and you might be thinking, what's number one? Because yeah. to me, it was hard to put anything above the Happily Ever After Fireworks Show because, I mean, I get teary-eyed when I'm by myself. Oh, yeah. There, watching this show. Because that show, with the projections, with the fireworks, with the music, invokes so much emotion Yeah, for me. Yeah, so same. Uh, in fact, probably one of the most romantic moments that I've ever had at a Disney park was, again, I keep going back to it, but this, my wife and I, that's the only time we've ever been there just by ourselves. But we're, you know, we're watching Happily Ever After and it gets to the part where they're showing the lanterns and they're going up the castle on yeah. the projection and, you know, the Rapunzel music is playing and it just so happened that we happened to look over each other, got a little smooch in and, <laughs> and it was just, I was like, this is perfect. This is awesome. And so, yeah, Happily Ever After, awesome experience. I guess if you, again, if you wanted to kind of level up or take it to the next level. You can actually charter a boat. So I don't know if you knew about this, but you can charter a boat and go out on the seven seas lagoon and kind of get away from the crowds and everybody like that. And you can watch the fireworks from there. They have, again, they have snacks and treats on the boat. I think you can get some champagne or some flutes or whatever, and just watch it from there. So my question, is it a private charter? Or it are is. you on yeah, there with yeah. other people? Nope. You're you're there by yourself or with with just you and your significant other. Um, I was trying to real quick look up the cost here. So take over for a second here. So I would say when it comes to, the, to that option, yeah, from a romantic uh, point of view, being on the water with your, with your significant, you know, for me with my wife, watching the fireworks, that would be amazing. It would have to be on a warmer night because for me, my wife does not like cold weather. And if we're on the water, if there's a cold breeze, that's not going to be romantic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I found the price. It is $449. Dude. So it better be a really special night, right? Yes. Yeah. For, you say $499? $449. $449. Yeah. Might as well be $499 at that yeah. point. <laughs> that's right. So here's an idea. So guys, if you're looking to pop the question, right, you're about to... Uh, Ask that special someone to marry you, right? Um, that that would be an awesome locale and situation, right? You're watching. Could you imagine? You're watching the fireworks. You're on the lake. You're by yourselves, other than your your captain, who's probably just chilling <laughs> while you guys watch the show. And man, you uh, pull out the ring and ask that special someone to be with you. That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. But I would say though, again, let's remove the romance from that option because you're not going to have the, the, the music quality that you would have if you were in the park. So, no, right. So we say happily ever fireworks. If you're in the park is going to invoke a certain emotion. If you're outside the park and then, you know, I wonder again, this, this would merit some research. Would the boat have speakers? 
Yeah, I don't know how you're going to get the sound, but I'm. I imagine that they would pump in the sound. Okay, because right? if they're pumping in the sound, then you're right. That is going to level up that that scenario. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you gotta you gotta have the music. You gotta have, you know, the ambiance that the music creates. Yeah. If you're going to be out on the boat for $449. Yeah, right. And I'm sure, I mean, Disney is really good. Obviously, a lot of people get engaged to Disney, right? Yes. And so I'm sure they're really good about uh, if you told them beforehand, hey, I'm going to pop the question. Uh, I think they would work with you to to set all that up. Well, speaking of popping the question. Here we go. Our number one thing. Number one is getting married at Disney. So you can book your wedding and have your wedding ceremony and get married at several different locations around the park from the hotels and different locales there to actually getting married in Magic Kingdom or in Disneyland and having your wedding ceremony there in the parks. And this is actually pretty cool. So doing a little research before the show here, I didn't realize that you could get married. Like, obviously, you think of getting married at Disney, you think of in front of the castle. Sure. That's probably, well, that is the most expensive place in the park to get married. But they offer a lot of other areas, like the China Pavilion in Epcot, um, the Italian Pavilion at Epcot, Fort Wilderness, you mentioned that. Yeah. Like, there's other options at Disney. They just came out with um, the Epcot getting married with Spaceship Earth in the background. Yeah. That's going to be pretty amazing, especially since they've really scaled up the sphere there Yeah, uh, yeah with all the amazing. lighting. So getting married at Disney, and listen, it ain't cheap. No, no, it is not. It ain't so cheap at all. We looked, uh, like we said, did a little research before the show here. Starts at about 15. Is that what we decided? Well, 15,000 starting. Mag- so again, Without doing deep dive research, what I saw was at Magic Kingdom, if you want to do the castle, the, the castle itself was 40 grand, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you got to throw in food and yeah. decorations and all. I mean, you're talking probably $100,000, depending yes. on how many guests you have. Yeah. Yeah. But again, there are other places. And you mentioned the resort. I think, uh, is it the Grand Floridian that has a designated spot? Yeah. Yeah, so they yeah. have an actual, I don't know what you want to, it's not a pavilion, but it's kind of like a, um, yeah, I mean, and it looks out over the lake and you can see the castle and Magic Kingdom in the background. It's beautiful. In fact, if you want to do, if you're serious about getting married at one of the Disney parks, or I've even seen weddings at on Disney cruises before, you can get married on their private island, which is gorgeous, Right. But if you're serious about it, there's actually a Disney Plus series that is all about, and I think it's two, three seasons, and they literally walk through different people's experiences of getting married at Disney, and it shows some of these locales. So um, absolutely, there's places to see or just watch the show you yeah. know, on your own, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And listen, we are not being paid by Disney. No. <laughs> we have no affiliation to Disney whatsoever. Their website, though, I think it was DisneyWeddings.com or Weddings. Yeah, yeah I think Disney Weddings. Anyway, um, Google Disney Weddings, and they have an entire website. Pretty cool. They, and honestly, they're pretty uh, pretty much with all the pricing that's on there, food, decor, per, on a per guest, uh, per guest basis, all the venues they offer. Again, uh, pretty cool. I, yeah. I would say cooler than I had, had anticipated. Yeah, 
Yeah, but you are absolutely going to pay for it, right? You're paying for that Disney experience. Now, again, having watched the show and kind of seen a little bit of like they show the behind the scenes and some of these people setting up their weddings and their relate and their, you know, venues and all of that. Disney takes care of you. I mean, oh, for sure. You're paying for it, but you're also getting the service and the Disney level of expertise that come with it. So Oh, and you're not you're not you're you're not getting married at, on a two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. No, no, no. This is taking place after hours. Yes, yeah. So think about that as well as like you're getting married at a time when the park is closed. So anybody who's been to Disney knows that the parks are usually open from you know seven, eight, nine a.m. to eleven, twelve, one, you know, in the morning. So think about that window that you're getting married in. But uh, I was I was actually telling you and and Holly, your wife, before we started the show, I watched one where it was the Magic Kingdom. So they rented out, basically rented out the Magic Kingdom, had dinner beforehand, and then their final finale, you know, wedding moment was they literally got to watch with the fireworks and everything literally got to watch happily ever after their whole wedding party. Right. So imagine 20, 30 people only watching happily ever after. I'm imagining the price tag for that. (laughs) (laughs) Could you you imagine? Holy cow. Uh, But that's it. That's so that's our top 10 most romantic things to do at a Disney. I wonder how well we did. I wonder those listening right now are like, yeah, this is actually a pretty good list. Or did we miss some things? Yeah, I don't know. Did we miss some places, things that you can do? Um, well, I know we did because there are tons of things you can do yeah. at Disney that are romantic. Yeah. You know? We didn't even talk about some of the attractions that you can go on. Some sure. of these like, you know, Haunted Mansion or the People Mover, things that you're, you're sitting down. There's, there's kind of a longer ride, maybe a dark ride. Um, honorable mention, maybe walking around Disney Springs. We talked about eating, yeah. eating dinner there. But you can also walk around Disney Springs and do some shopping. That might be a little romantic as well. Yeah, I think you can make it romantic with whatever it is that you're doing at Disney, right? Like you could just be sitting together on Main Street, holding hands and sharing a an ice cream cone Ooh. or something like that. Like, boom, date night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a great lead into maybe our magical scenario this week is if you could paint the most perfect date night. So let's just say you're heading out to Florida or California and you're going to create, you know, the most romantic date night there for you. How would you do that? That's our, maybe that's our magical scenario for this week. Okay. So I think I've got mine. Okay. So, uh, actually not too far off than what we have done in the past, but I'm going to combine some things. So I think we would have, we would have dinner at the Mexico pavilion. Nice. Make sure we got to sit in the water. Um, then we would walk the World Showcase. Maybe get some ice cream at France or Italy. So, so eat dinner, walk the World Showcase. You know, it's nighttime. Then we'll take the monorail over to Magic Kingdom. Watch Happily Ever After fireworks. Then we'll stay for the kiss goodnight. There you go. Wow. <laughs> You're getting it all in. So We're getting hitting, it all in. You hit, you hit like four out of the I know. Maybe five out of the ten. But that's, that's not a hard – it would not be hard. And honestly, 
would not be very expensive. You're paying for dinner and that's it. Yeah. You know, assuming that you're obviously you're there with the tickets already, but you're just adding, hey, let's just do this one date night, you and me. Uh, well, not you and me back, but, you, <laughs> but you know, me and my spouse and Dak yeah, and your spouse, yeah. you know. So, yeah, just dinner, walking around, catching the fireworks, and then to top it off, waiting for the last kiss goodnight. And then getting to walk kind of out of the park at, you know, when nobody else is there for them, you know, yeah. and just taking it in one last time. Uh, that'd be pretty, pretty special. Yeah, I think for me, so um, just to kind of give people, again, that West Coast feel. For me, it would start off by booking a uh, room at the Grand Californian. So Ooh. love love that hotel from a ambiance perspective. If I was going to stay any other time, I I love the Disneyland Hotel. But if it's just a special night uh, with my wife and I, then probably staying at the Grand Californian. As far as dinner, um, man, I'm trying to think where I would eat there. There's a there's a restaurant there at the Grand California called the Napa Rose. Oh. I've heard very good things about it. I never personally stayed there, so probably give that a shot. And then, uh, and then yeah, head over to World of Color. Maybe get the dessert party. So this is, mine is going to be more on the expensive side okay. as opposed to yours. So that dessert party at World of Color, and then, you know, call it a night. I think that would be a great, maybe hit some, maybe go over to Cars Land and hit, Radiator Springs. Oh, that'd be fun. Time. But hey, you know, and Cars Land at night is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty romantic yeah, over there. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, cool. Well, well thanks, guys. Kind of a quick show. Hope you uh, hope you get the chance to spend your Valentine's Day with that someone special and have a have a great Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day! Don't forget to check us out on our social media pages: Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We are at Escape to the Magic Podcast. New episodes every Wednesday, and like Dak said, Happy Valentine's Day! Have a great day! Thanks, everyone. Bye.